Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Go to Eleven. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell, joined as always by Zach Bartle. Zach, what's going on, man? Other than the fact that I totally slacked off when I was on vacation and get get those two episodes uploaded. I didn't point it out to our entire listener base, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> there wasn't a tweet or a Facebook message that went out. <laughs> the thing is, you, you, you happened to, I almost said you picked the time. I know you didn't pick it. It picked you yeah. in God's good sovereignty. But, but it happened to be right when, out of nowhere, Ted Cluck and I start going week by week consistently for the summer of gut check. I know. So it was just bizarre for these two podcasts to go from one of them is like every, like, Every time there's a like nine blood moons in a year and John Haggy goes crazy, and now it's every week, and then the one that's usually every week is just like mysteriously absent for a couple right. weeks. It was, <laughs> and you know I think we've got three in a row here. Correct me if I'm wrong. With uh, Greg Dutcher, and I think three makes you know like a, a pattern, and maybe people could push for. Is there a hashtag? I know. You know, right? like uh, bring back. Dutcher and yeah, also keep that. Yeah. yeah, man. I'll tell you what. I want that kind of level of demand in my home first. Um, <laughs> so, so, Greg, does that mean we're never going to see you? I was going to say, it's, <laughs> our chances are ebbing away to nothing here. Uh, as, if I get that kind of demand to come home, you know, um, like it's bad when you tell your kids, I took a couple of days off before we went to the beach last week to just uh, get ready and help with some things and... Isaac came down one morning and he's like, "Oh, what what are you doing here?" I was like, "Oh, Isaac, I I took off today." I said, "Isn't that cool?" He goes, "Eh." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Wow." I acknowledge that it happened. Yes, yes, it was a, a rousing start to the vacation. But uh, then I, I will say, in fairness to him, since I did mention him by name, when I went back yesterday, uh-huh. he said he missed me. So uh, that felt okay. good. That felt good. But then it lasted. Yeah, when I got home, it was eh, all over again. So. Um, but yeah, I'd say, man, if there's a hashtag movement to bring the Dutch dog back, um, it'll inflate my ego and that'll be good. <laughs> Wait, that's not bad. That's bad, right? There's a You'd like the option, the, the option to say no? Is that the thing? <laughs> exactly. I just want to be wanted. Rent to own. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, the options, man. No, that was a blast, man, talking to, uh, well, let's see, because it was, the first one was the three of us. Yep. The sabbaticals. The sabbatical one. Yep. Uh, I don't think I got my line in there, did I? That uh, my buddy Todd Brochart, shout out to Todd, who's probably never listened, but now I'll tell him to listen to it because of that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he told me, he goes, Dutcher, why don't you call this thing what it is? Four months, you not working, you're going to be found in every dining establishment <laughs> in the Baltimore area. He said, thus renaming your experience from the sabbatical to the sophatical. Um <laughs> So uh, Nathan, I, don't tell him that he actually did say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did say that, man. <laughs> no, you, you didn't say it. You know who said it? Yeah. It was, uh, it was the doctor, the Reverend Dr. James King when he welcomed me on board. <laughs> oh, you're right. So, you're right. So that's who you got it from. Yeah, Brochard is, um, is uh, mining the, uh, <laughs> the wonderful good Reverend Doctor. Hey, maybe that's our leak. <laughs> yeah, that could be, man. That could be. That could be. There's got to be a leak uh, somewhere, but... Someone you know, tell me. I almost made a reference to politics. I'm so glad I didn't finish that <laughs> Oh my goodness, uh, man! Well, gentlemen, we are here to uh, to celebrate the 200th episode of These Go to Eleven. Wow! And uh, we we would have had more people on, but uh, Steve Hartland just blew us off. So, uh, yeah, man. We, uh, we we still have hopes. God rest his soul. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, God rest his uh, soul as he's eating Chunky Monkey and watching Netflix. Uh, so we're completely forgetting about his appearance uh, tonight. We we do have some texts out to him, so he may he may join us for a uh, for a call in in a little while. But until that point, we're just gonna we're just gonna rock and roll with this thing. Um, and uh, before we get going here, uh, we do want to give a shout out to Mission Aware because Greg, when we did the recording for the hundredth episode, yeah, I don't think they were sponsors for us yet, were they? Mm, I don't think that they were. I think and you're so, right. So you know. 200 episodes later, I don't know, whenever they joined us between the 100th and 200th, uh, Mission Aware took us up and they were like, hey, we like what you're doing. We want you to promote us. And we've been doing that ever since and have been enjoying uh, free stuff. Well, you and I more than Zach. Zach eventually will enjoy some more <laughs> free right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Could you uh, not uh, – here, don't record this part. 
um, you know, the stuff that's supposed to be going to Zach <laughs> that goes to that P.O. box in Forest Hill, Maryland. You, just keep that, keep that going. That would be great. Hey, man, we were at Myrtle Beach last week, and I'm happy to say I was still rocking my V's go to 11 icy cold Yeti. Nice. And mm-hmm. uh, it's still holding up great. And I've had that thing for, what, a year and a half? And that, yeah. trust me, And I, if you're in the Dutcher van, I mean, inanimate objects you. or organic objects, <laughs> they are uh, battle-tested uh, uh, in, in that ride. So, uh, yeah, that was – shout out to Mission Aware, man. They've been great. Nice. Uh, so, Zach, I know I know uh, you're just kind of getting into the to these go to 11 Mission Aware wave here. Uh, but what are what are some of the products that you enjoy? I mean, you know, we're again, we're doing the 200th. We're going to be reflecting on some of the episodes and just kind of chilling and chatting and – you know, fun one. We, we're not doing it live this time, and I think that's better for everyone at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That I listened to that. Man. I listened to that and knew you guys. What a freaking gong show! <laughs> oh my goodness, dude, that thing. Was, you know what, dude? Gong show is like. like do you guys remember the old? Um, like when I was a preteen, my wife said she did this stuff too. You would like do living room shows for your family. Yeah. My old living room shows were better than that hundred. I mean it. If, if we could have recorded, just go back to 1982 and take one of my living room shows where my brother and I are acting out, I kid you not, the pilot to the greatest American hero. Oh, that believe it or not, he is walking on air. <laughs> That's right. right. Remember that interesting detail, dudes? The um, Who's the dude that attempted to assassinate uh, Reagan? Wasn't that Hinckley? Was yeah. his name? Don Hinckley, yeah. yeah. And uh, if you remember, guys, that was the character. That was his name. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they changed his name to, like, Hamill or something. Um, you can Google that. Because yeah. like, they took, like, a month hiatus. Like, dude, what are we going to do, man? The main character's named Hinkley. And he just tried to kill the president. And um, anyway, what was my point? Yes. His sidekick is Osama bin Laden. Right. <laughs> Oh, Bin Laden. He's Irish. <laughs> oh, Bin Laden. <laughs> Dude, that is good, man. That is good. Uh, but yeah, those living room shows in my of my yesteryear childhood, Trump, <laughs> Trump, and maybe that's pun intended, the 100th live episode. Remember, I don't know if she's still listening. We had a, a sweet listener. I think Jacinda yeah. was her name. Yeah. Who tried to call the in. Artist. and artist. Yes, it, we couldn't even take her phone call. Yeah, and she was, tried like three or four times to call it and it just busted. Yeah, she's probably not listening anymore. <laughs> hey, so Jacinda, uh, please come back to us. Listen to how professional we are now. You guys have no idea, man. She listens to Gut Check at least because I, I called her back to Twitter after she had uh, left. Yeah. And she and she came back. Nice. Who knew I had such sway? <laughs> Dude, well, call her back to the These Go to 11 fold. Oh, uh, come on back. Come on back home, Shades XJ. Yeah. You need to do it. Look at this, you guys. <laughs> Have you seen the picture? And I don't mean to cross-contaminate, don't cross the streams, etc. But <laughs> but uh, I, I said I want one of the artists to listen because Jacinda is like a crazy good artist. Yeah. And there's there's another lady uh, named Megan Tennant who, yep. who drew these things for uh, Happy Rant. Ted yep. on a horse and all this. Yeah. She she did the she did the uh, uh, thing of me and Ted in the. Uh, the limo, like oh, it was yes. made. Have you seen it? Yes, I saw it on Twitter. It is great. so dope, oh, dude. I'm oh, I'll have to that. see if I can find that. That was that was great. I'll have to see if I can pull that up and show it to Greg. Yeah, I did. That that was fantastic. She's like the new like Peter Voth. If we, she did a, if she did one for these go to eleven, it'd be like basically all the the you know that's that's the trifecta right I there. And uh, she should be moving in on on his uh, monopoly. Yes, absolutely. Well, dude, I like that you called her back. Hey, I'm telling you what, Nathan, I will front the cost of a book or something. I mean, we need a good book, so it can't be one of Zach's. We we we've got to have. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. Was that was that recorded? We we need to have a book or a, a CD. Does anyone listen to CDs anymore? Um, that yeah, we'll, we- we'll we'll send out to her. Here we go. This is. Uh... Oh, dude, that is incredible. <laughs> Guys, I feel uh, excluded. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, I mean, nothing is better and more professionally rich than two of the podcasters looking at a picture on Nathan's cell phone that nobody else can see. 
I mean, it, this is Hans, subtle babe, people. It's radio, not yeah. television. What are you looking at? Uh, I just pulled up the uh, limo picture Dude, for Greg. That so. is ah, that is nice. Good. Yeah, I thought you had a I had a book you wanted to recommend there. Oh man, that is good. <laughs> That yeah, she's good. incredible, man. It's, it's, there's a certain like Bill Waterson, Kelvin and Hobbs vibe to it, isn't yeah, it? Like not, a, not like she's copying it, but like that kind of charm. I agree. I agree. Yeah, looking at it right now, that is man, that is really good. Wow. Um. Anyway, where were we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, mission aware. So, so yeah, Zach, sorry, are... <laughs> mission aware. Well, so here's the... the answer to the question, man. <laughs> I've already said how much I love my two T-shirts Jeff gave me. Yeah. I I love. Um, I've got, let's see, I've got, uh, I got a couple, um, regular mugs and I'm waiting. I, I just closed a deal by the way, for season two of clinch with missional wear oh, and nice. olive tree between olive tree and missional wear. They're going to cover the thing. And, and so I should be getting some free pop product, uh, on that tip. And I might, you know, just kind of say, and, and, eh, Maybe that other podcast that I'm on, you know, yeah. the one where every single week we say shout out to missional wear. Yes, exactly. I like how he uh, phrased that, that other podcast, yes. which is the equivalent to end the rest in the original Gilligan's <laughs> Island theme song. Or or at the end of a Pauline epistle, right? Right. <laughs> These four important people and the church in and their house. <laughs> Oh, man, that is good. That is good. It's just uh, so close to making it into the Bible, these yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, I've got to say, one of uh, one of the things that I still love uh, from Mission Aware that I got was my uh, long-sleeve T-shirt, the Post Tenebras Lux. Nice. Um, I wear it all the time and people are always asking me. I mean, they see the, the, you know, skeleton holding the lantern design on it. And so, uh, you know, believers and, and unbelievers coming up to me and they're like, Hey, what, that looks really cool. What is that? And, you know, so, so being able to explain that to them yeah. and just, it's a metal band. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I want one. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Calvinist movie that, that Mission Aware like produced? With no, uh, the, no. the, the, the you didn't didn't no. oh yeah it was uh, Les Lamphier from uh, the pub the Reformed yeah. pub and a team up with uh, collab with do you need to see it but they're in, in the preview for it and then it, it, obviously in the film there's this moment where uh, R C Sproul I mean this is like late in the game this dude was like he couldn't you know he would take out the oxygen and do like a ten minute oh, interview yeah, and right. this is when he couldn't even take it out I mean wow. he, probably the last thing he did and he was like. Uh, describing the basics of the Reformation and with his just amazing, even more epic than, than Dutcher's voice, what you know, no voice way, man. And by a hair. Yeah. He, he says the, the, the motto of the Reformation Reformation was post tenebrix lux out of darkness. And then the screen goes black and then boom. And he goes light and you, and you get chills. Now, whenever I read that phrase, I hear it in Sproul's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Dude, I'm the same way. I uh, if I ever come across certain phrases, I associate them with Sproul, like the beatific vision. I know mm. that's not you know his signature phrase. I think that existed long before Sproul, but I still remember that breathy voice and the chalk on the chalkboard. This is dude, the it's so good. Call, the beatific vision. <laughs> um, oh yeah, man, Sproul. Hey, is there any way to get a hold of like the whole run? Of that renewing your mind stuff, I I want to start every day with that, but yeah. I don't I don't think they I don't think they have them like there's no like equivalent of desiring God, but for Sproul, That's man, that guy was just a champion. That is a good point, dude. I got to give you my quick Sproul story since we're on this, and we'll get back. You, I think you know this, Nathan, with uh, Roscoe. With Roscoe, yeah, yeah. Zach Roscoe was a spiritual father and mentor to me. Um, he was a black man uh, who grew up in the Deep South, segregated South, Kings Mountain, North Carolina. He came to faith in the early 90s. Um, he was serving as, a, I think, a deacon, then elder at the church that I was first called to uh, after seminary, my E-Free Church in Baltimore. And, uh, you know, we just forged a really, really tight uh, friendship. And uh, we went to the first... Um, T4G conference in 06. Were you there, Zach, by chance? No, I have not yet been to a, to one of those. Yes, yes. That that was the uh, first one. And, and my memory of that is that it was kind of a surprise. That was when the whole young Restless Reform thing was just really beginning to blossom and, and get traction. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, I mean, they had like over 3,000 people crammed into a ridiculously tiny area at the Galt House uh, Hotel. And then eventually they went to the most horribly named conference center in the world, the Yum Yum Center. Uh, <laughs> literally the, the Yum Yum Center in Louisville, Kentucky because of the KFC sponsor uh, sponsorship. I mean, you know, my daughter just saw Taylor Swift on Saturday night at Lincoln Field where the Eagles play. That sounds all right. You know, it's a financial thing or whatever. But the Yum Yum Center. But anyway, I digress. Um, here we are in 06. And uh, Roscoe was this very incredibly humble man, as as Nathan would would yeah. certainly uh, certainly verify. Yeah. Um, loved Sproul, just embraced Reformed theology, which you know, obviously in, in his background and culture, incredibly unusual for a black man coming out of the, the the roots that he traced himself back to. So he just couldn't get enough of these guys. You know, he's listening to Sproul and Piper and all these guys. We're in line one morning, and because the place was so overrun, we must be like. 250 back from ever getting any food and you hear a little rustle uh and rc sproul and his wife vesta are walking out and they're almost being i mean it's like we're the paparazzi you know everybody's like, it's dr sproul you know the way you know christian nerdy people do like i do and uh they're walking <laughs> out and we've all got our name tags on and everybody's saying morning dr sproul mrs sproul morning and he's smiling with that that kind of squinty-eyed you know, Columbo type grin that he had. And he, um, he walks by me and Roscoe. And then when he's a foot past us, he doubles back, looks at our name tags and goes, Vesta, come here, honey. I found him. And points at my name tag <laughs> and says, Greg Ducher and Roscoe Adams. And he goes, your buddy, Donald Sands. And Donald Sands was an elder with us at my former church. That had that was a pen pal of Sproul. Sproul wrote back every letter he ever wrote him. Mm. Just some no name guy, Don Sands in Baltimore, Maryland. And he says, Your buddy Don Sands has virtually harassed me that you two guys were gonna be here. And he goes, If I didn't find you, I was gonna call you out at the start of my next session. And so oh, that would have been even better. Well that's that's the whole thing. So we shook his head and we we kinda shrugged and walked off and then and, you know, there was a little buzz, and then everybody went back to waiting. And then I just said to Roscoe, I said, Roscoe, do you feel like just the biggest stud right now in front of all these guys that Sproul just singled us out? And he goes, I, I do. I'm not going to lie. And I said, <laughs> be honest, Roscoe, is there a part of you uh, that was hoping that he didn't see us so he would have called us out in front of everybody? And Roscoe goes, pardon me. That's all I wanted. <laughs> so, we've often thought, or we, we used to talk about this, that, um, I mean, Don must have told him, 3,000 people there, What what? he wasn't reading every name tag, right. he must have told him that a big, tall, fat, bald, white guy <laughs> and a shorter, skinny, bald, black guy, because they were probably like six black guys there at that conference at that time, right. you know, I think it changed. Free so. Thabiti. Yes, yeah, exactly. It was pre-Thabiti. That's exactly right. So, um, you know, that was my little moment in the sun with R.C. Sproul. I'm sure it shaped his life and theology and outlook. You know, I, I bet well, you he know, you know, held on to that since, since it didn't happen publicly, and it was probably a quieter conversation, you're free to tell people like, oh, yeah, he was just he was talking to me about that loan I gave him. Or, you know, you, you can shape the narrative. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes, yes, you know, or I could say, yeah, he was he was picking my brain on his book, you know, the last days according to Jesus. He had some, you know, es- you know, scatological nuance that he wanted me to help him with and stuff. <laughs> what you, you should have done, Dr. Scatological? Dr. Yeah, I think I just said. <laughs> Scatology is a, a real term. thing. Right. Yeah. Scatology and scatology both have to do with ends, just different kinds. Exactly. But, uh, that's true. That's right. I want to emphasize you- the S in the eschatology. <laughs> yes. You, you, you should have just, like, let him talk to you and shake your hand and talk for a minute. Right when he's about to walk away, just just loudly shout, I told you I'm not writing the forward for your book! <laughs> <laughs> Last time! <laughs> oh my goodness. That would have been incredible. Incredible, man. Yeah, so, yeah, but I do miss the guy. What a tremendous teacher. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite, absolute favorite teachers. He just mm-hmm. had such a way about him. You know what I like about Sproul, too? I, since I know we weren't planning to talk about it. Yeah. Sproul was just, he was a down-to-earth dude, too. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm just saying, 
there, I, I mean, who doesn't love Piper? Piper is a phenomenal communicator, phenomenal preacher. Um, because of, and we've talked about this before, Nathan, some mm-hmm. of his, what I would call monastic qualities. Mm-hmm. And I've heard Barnabas talk about that, Zach, pretty frequently in, in other settings, how um, his father's the real deal. There's no pretense there. But all these guys that want to be like Piper, that frankly aren't like Piper. Yeah. You know what I mean by DNA and, and just the way they're wired, but they're trying to do some crappy imitation of his monastic, don't waste your life kind of approach, and it comes across then. Um, Sproul, I mean, I'm not doubting his love for the Lord. I, I think anybody would say that was very pronounced, but just like a down to earth dude. Yeah. Like he, he would, I'd hear him say in a moment, I was so frustrated with this person. I'm like, oh man, I love that he's saying that. Real, accessible, and this brilliant theological mind on top of it just uh you know, so yeah, I, and you can imagine him ordering a hit though is the thing <laughs> yeah right well dude the, the thing is in that 06 conference he called this dude out because they were i mean even back then his health was an issue in 06 and they must have given oh just gobs and gobs of warning Please, when Dr. Sproul is here, no flash photography. He has a condition that makes him very sensitive to bright lights, et cetera, et cetera. And um, you, I, I saw it happen. Roscoe and I are sitting off to the side, kind of near the front, and this dude in the middle gets up with this huge, almost caricature of a camera, you know, like something out of a <laughs> 50s film or something, and, and the bulb flashes. You almost can, can you know. You're going to eject uh, the bulb each time and pop a new one in. See the smoke sizzle in the air <laughs> and all this stuff. Get the big and, curtain over his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's what, it was so strange in this uh, flash of light. And then there was an awkward three or four minutes where Sproul was taking this guy on. <laughs> and you could yes. everybody was laughing like it was a joke but we were like he's he's not joking he's like yeah he goes he goes you and me we're gonna have a come meet jesus meeting um and uh it was uh it was interesting it was it was a standout to me i always always dig that about sprawl sorry you didn't mean to go off on the sprawl thing right he's got like the 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 big bear of a man Spurgeon thing he, he had it going on. Or he did he did yes yeah no doubt no doubt man no I haven't seen the Calvinist film I'll I'll check it out just because of Mister Bartle's recommendation. Have you seen? Well, I appreciate Reverend Bartle's if you're going to be formal. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the Reverend Doctor Bartle's. We'll sit uh, down the, and we'll watch it and have the it's Reverend honorary, King but, comment on yes, it. Yes. <laughs> Dude, Have you guys seen an old one called uh, The Amazing Grace, the, the History and Theology of Calvinism? Yes, I do think I saw that one. It didn't that one was James Kennedy good. in it. Yeah, it had, yeah. It's had a lot of D. James Kennedy doing the whole, like, we all say all, all the time, it, it, like, like for like 45 minutes belaboring the point. <laughs> yeah. But it had, it had R.C., and then it had R.C. Sproul Jr., Yes. And honestly, man, a lot of people had like huge beef with him, but I think he's kind of legit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to um, one of the conferences they had up here near D.C. He actually was one of the uh, guest speakers, and he was – I think he was one of my favorite speakers because he was just – like you said, he was just so down-to-earth and real and somebody I really felt like I could relate to. Yeah, um, yeah. Having yeah, I a conversation with. Yeah, I agree. They were – well, I mean, I, I – now, I don't know if you are, Zach, because, Nathan, I know you're not a sports dude. Yeah. Neither is Heartland. Are, are you a sports guy, Zach? Oh yes, I I love watching sports and, yeah. and talking sports. <laughs> yeah, Nathan is signaling to me that this might not be the case. Uh, but yeah, it's funny because Sproul was a sports guy, so he would he would talk football, big Steelers guy and stuff. And you know, there's some dudes that are into that. I'm moderately into it, but I had to say this really quick. What, has am I the first to have this dawn on me? Why is hasn't there been a podcast where we link? Uh, the Reverend James King with the Reverend Bartles. And of course we would call it what gentlemen? Oh, Bartles and James. James. (laughs) Oh, Oh I don't think he would take part in such an enterprise (laughs) in that he's a teetotaler though. I doubt he would know what Bartles and James is. (laughs) You know, it's it's like the comedian I saw years ago uh, that spent 45 minutes ripping the Amish which began to make me and Lisa feel uncomfortable because I'm like, man, the Amish. And then his last line was, you know, I like ripping on the Amish because how are they ever going to find out? Yeah, so, right. um, 
Brad Stein, dude. That's who that was. Yeah, that's what. That, I think that was Brad Stein. That's and Brad Stein was a funny comedian before he was like a, a prepper nut job on Fox News. You're right. That's so true, man. That's so true. So, yeah, Bartles and James, just keep it in mind, Nathan, as a future. Oh, I'm on board. You know, I'm always looking to add another, like a ninth uh, (laughs) podcast to the stable. You just got to tell your wife, honey, listen, I've got to do this. This is gospel ministry. (laughs) (laughs) Me and the Reverend James King. Can anyone get a quick tally for how many are saved from this program just so (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yep, I think the tally's over. There we have it. Oh, goodness. If you could try to recover where you wanted to take this podcast, man. I, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Happy We're going to talk man, about the I birth said. of the podcast, favorite moments, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we're done talking about Mission Aware. <laughs> Old news. Yeah. Mission Aware, that's the kind of sponsorship you envision. That's right. When you hitched your wagon to us, man. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, it's funny because Heartland texted me because, you know, Greg, you and I actually never really thought of this. And and Zach and I only briefly think of it, but but Heartland was really kind of like, you know, he he liked – pondering and contemplating topics i think zach kind of does but i don't actually humor him in that so um (laughs) you know he uh he texted me he's like hey what's our topic and i was like i don't know you know it's the 200th so you know maybe we'll kind of like reflect back on the podcast you know favorite episodes things like that and you know wherever the topics take us they take us so you know the whole uh the whole sprawl thing, uh, you know, it's perfect. It's just yeah. kind of something that came up and we roll with it. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of one of the things that I really like about this podcast is we we have a general idea of what we want to talk about, but we're not necessarily locked into it. We free flow through the conversation and just let it go where it is. And Greg, that's something you and I really had. I, I remember we would sit down and be like, yep, yeah, this is what we're going to talk about. And usually it was a few minutes beforehand. And and a lot of times it just kind of we might start talking about this thing and then it just goes off in a whole nother direction. Yeah, man. I mean, there's there's times when right, it's just like life. That's what happens. And yeah, the uh, you know the best moments we've talked about this before tend to be the spontaneous ones. And you guys have all had that experience, right? Like I don't know, Lisa and I had you know, friends over one time, kind of spontaneously. We didn't think it was yeah. going to happen, and then. You know, some bizarre set of random circumstances just kind of fell in the right place. And, you know, you get together and then maybe you're you're at a restaurant and the sunset that night is great. And you're 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 having a conversation that you never would have thought you had. And it was so good. And then like a year later, you try to reproduce it. Yeah. And it sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you you almost can't. It's just the moment was there and uh, that's why, Zach, I just want to tell you, I'm no longer doing sermon prep. I'm just um, going up with my Bible. Good I for just, you. I just tell people to randomly pick a passage of the Bible and shout it out. And we'll see what the word says. And then you get passages like in you know, Mark Sweeney's favorite, Nathan, which uh, what First Kings, Second Kings, mm-hmm. and uh, then they uh, then it says, and then we boiled his son and ate him, um, <laughs> and you just edify your congregation that way. So I'm, I'm and then kidding. someone else stands right. up and says, "Now go therefore and do likewise." Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, the old. And what you're about to do, do quickly. Um, yeah, those things. But no, I, I, I well, I'll do some prep for the sermon, but. I like to leave a little bit of room for whatever it may be. Nice, but um, dude, I have to think. Twenty fourteen was that the first? Uh, twenty fifteen. It was 2015. February twenty fifteen. That's right. We were meeting at the end of fourteen. Yep, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. started. We started meeting. Um, I think. I think we started meeting around September. That sounds right. And progressively throughout October and November, we were increasing our meetings. Because we weren't going to meet during December because um, that was getting busy for the church and, you know, working through all the December stuff and Christmas stuff. And so we were like, okay, well, we're not going to meet in December. We'll come back. We'll meet in January. And initially we were going to do a January release. Yeah. We got into January and we figured that we still didn't really have everything that we were looking for to put the podcast together. So we made a hard date of February, uh, February. So, yeah, yep. I, I think it was that. February second. I think it was two two fifteen. 
Yeah, I think you're right. And Zach, you might know this because you, I, I have just the feeling you have your finger on the publishing pulse, certainly better than uh, Nathan and I do. Um, because we were envisioning a blog, you know, there was a while everybody wanted uh, a while everybody wanted to kind of replicate what Chally's pulled off. And dude, I don't even know. I'll be honest, I haven't checked out Chally's in a while. Um, and is that still a thing? Am I like outing myself as a complete idiot? Do you know? Zach? I think if you go if you go on Chally's dot com, there's a big buy button for your book, uh, and yeah. that's it. Um, <laughs> Dude, no, he's he's still rolling. He's still going for sure. He's still an influencer. Uh, that's what I figured because he was one of the first guys doing it, uh, and you know has been so faithful. I mean, Tim is nothing but a uh, if he's not a workhorse. Um, I just got an email. I don't know if you guys got it from Cruciform that I have a feeling that uh, my little book there, Killing Calvinism, is going to be probably outsold since their newest author is a dude named John Piper. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? It was like uh, it's, it's about ten things about God that astonish us. It's something in that that ballpark. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Piper's going to sell more books than I sold. I, I know it's radical, <laughs> but Jesus was radical, and uh, I want to be like him. So that's a prediction that I have. Um, but yeah, Cruciform is still rock and rolling. Chalice has got his. Uh, his hands in a number of things. Um, hey, can I throw something out there uh, to you guys on that? Yeah. And just uh, since we're literally no script here, um, Zach, have you kept up with uh, Chally's new thing? He's doing the greatest sermons ever preached, that video series he's doing? Not a bit, nope. Okay. I, mean, I, I just found out about it uh, now. Okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Um, I'll just say quickly, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll... I'll use the uh the 80s phrase I'll, I'll put a pin in it so we can come back to it at some other point but he did one that our mutual friend carrie sent me okay Nathan. um and I, I'll, it's incredibly well done the production value is off the charts i mean it's it's like uh dateline newsworthy stuff um and he did a little bit a 10 minute bit on how Chandler preached a sermon at Furtick's church back like in 2012 at his Code Orange Revival or something. Yeah, that was a great sermon. Yes, yes. And he does this whole um, this whole bit on this, and I've got comments. I had a different reaction than a number of people on that. But since you guys haven't seen it, I'll just throw it out now and tease the listeners that maybe that's a topic we visit some other point. Well, it sounds nice. like you might be sticking around a little bit, Dutcher. Well, I'm telling you, man, this has uh, just 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 created in me a raging appetite to do this at least once every two and a half years. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel when you've got that kind of passion bubbling up inside you, you've got to start planning future. Puppies. Careful, it doesn't become an idol, you know. <laughs> Anyway, I just throw that out there, but go on, dude. Go I'll on. I'm going to stop talking let you guys take over here. Hey, Hartland just said, wow, I missed it. Is it too late? Yeah, so uh, so let's... Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what are we going to end this thing here, dude, at uh, like 14 minutes? <laughs> let's go ahead and dial him in. Yeah, let's see what happens. Bring him in for the third like, act, right? Yeah, for the last like 12 <laughs> minutes of the podcast here. All right, let's see what happens. Uh, let me have an encouragement verse for Steve when he gets on. Double-minded man, unstable in all his ways, uh, tossed about by every wind of doctrine. I'm looking up some some stuff for his edification. Hello? Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Good. How you doing, Steve? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you uh, hear me? Yes. Steve Hartland, how are you? Oh, man, I'm stupid. That's <laughs> how I am. <laughs> no, you are not. I am so sorry. I've just been, you know, hanging out, watching a little TV. Totally forgot. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's when something out of the ordinary happens, I'm in danger of missing it. Yes, yes. That's hey, funny. we were contemplating whether you were still among the land of the living. And I, said, <laughs> I think there's a 50-50 chance, I was telling Zach, that you're still with us, Steve. So, Oh, um, no. 
So I've got, oh, no? I've got Steve on one end and I've got Zach on the other, and it's not letting me merge the calls. <laughs> no way. So we just we like just we're just going to keep swapping back and forth. <laughs> yeah, we just blocked Zach out, huh? Hold on. So Zach, I'm explaining that I called Steve up, and for some reason Skype is not letting me merge these calls. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Do you want me to hang up and dial in, and you can add me to that call, or yeah, what would be best? Let's see if that. Let's see if we can do okay. that. All right. All right. So Steve, uh, Zach's going to go ahead and try to uh, dial in. So uh, this All is, right. dude. This is almost as good as the hundredth one. Uh, we're dangerously approaching the hundredth episode level of incompetence. Now, have you got? Oh. Uh. <laughs> So we got Working Zach now? now. Well, we yeah. got Zach, but we lost. <laughs> so, and, and, and he was about to ask something. He said, "Have you got?" All right, let's try this again. Uh, <laughs> this is great. You need to buy Skype's premium service. Yeah. To add enough- <laughs> Zach, I was just saying that I think. No, this- Zach's on hold again. <laughs> <laughs> what is this like? Memento? We can only hold a. A thirty-second uh, conversation with somebody, Steve, and oh then they're word. they're gone. Uh, so, have you guys been waiting all evening, just sitting there for forty minutes? Or no, dude, we've been chatting. We we just podcasted and said, "Hey, if Heartland calls, we'll just let them on in." And I'm glad, Steve. Wow. Even all if right. your your good, is good, 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 you made it. You made it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I got a suggestion. All right, I'm glad. I'm glad you were already podcasting. Hang on a second. I'm going to uh, I'm going to pause this thing for a second. Um, so yeah, we discovered uh, the technical difficulty, um, and Steve will not be joining yeah. us. Yeah. Hey, it was great to have the cameo of him. Yeah. I think this gives proof positive uh, verification uh, to the theory that Zach Bartles and Steve Hartland are the same person. Are you guys ready for the transformation? <laughs> this is how I talk when I'm stupid. <laughs> Dude, you sound like a motorcycle buff guy, man. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, that was not a bad Heartland, I must say. Uh, Zach, did you ever podcast with Heartland in the transition? I couldn't remember. I did indeed. Yeah, I, I, I was. Uh, in fact, let's 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 transition over to favorite memories here. Yeah, I think that the two best apps before I came on as a co-host uh, was the one where where you and and Nathan, the two of you guys, had me on. And the one where uh, Steve and Nathan had me on. Those were quality apps. <laughs> they were, man. They were the memorable ones, dude. Yes, uh, yes. No doubt about it. So, yeah, you guys did. Uh, you had a little cross-pollination there. So maybe they're not the same person, but you know, brothers from another mother or something I, like that. I don't that. know. I think the Reverend King's made an appearance on once or twice when you've been on, Greg. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and some people have this cockamamie theory that we're the same guy. <laughs> Good know, grief. People will believe anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) Philistines. So true. Um, Uh, But, dude, uh, favorite episode, and I just wondered, did you ever try to get Sam Alberry back on? I feel like we did, and it it didn't materialize or something. No, we were going to, and then you left the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Dude, I just pulled up my memo. Get... Alberry back on the podcast, <laughs> and then I left the podcast. <laughs> Dang, <on> it. <laughs> That's right. I've had that was money, man. Your quote there was just perfectly dropped. I've had yeah. so many people like you know emailing me or texting me or whatever, and like, hey. Uh, weren't you going to do a blah, 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 blah episode? Weren't you going to do a blah, 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 blah episode? It's like, yeah, yeah we've kind of been in a lot of transitions yes. in the past year. Yes. Yeah, we were going to do that, and then we did it. Um, but Alberry, dude, uh, that was st- – I think wasn't Matt Smith joining us for that one? I he think. did, yeah. Yep, because he had actually just finished um, – preaching a sermon series oh, on yeah. homosexuality on, on like engaging yep. uh gay In culture, culture yep. yep i remember that and yeah alberry uh zach have you ever read his stuff or uh seen any of his stuff that he's put out on remind me what that is he, oh yeah um, yeah yeah i think yeah 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 his little book they were featuring it like it just is god, god anti-gay exactly yeah, that was yeah. his book. spectacular resource oh it's and so i re- good. and i remember that app that was a good app yeah yeah that was just I remember uh, the, the 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 real um, uh, standout line for me is we asked him 
Sam, do you believe, or I, maybe it was phrased, if somebody comes to us and says, mm-hmm. does the gospel promise deliverance from mm-hmm. same-sex attraction in this life? What do you say? Mm-hmm. And he was just made no bones about it and said, no. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't, he says, uh, the gospel could lead to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in many cases, he believes that it has. Yep. Uh, but he, I believe he tied the guarantee to heaven, the eternal state. Yep. Uh, and that what we're called to do in the meantime, while we're waiting for, it's, it's kind of almost classic Piper, right? Waiting for the darkness to lift, mm-hmm. fighting for joy in the meantime, uh, saw himself as no different than a guy that is attracted to members of the opposite sex, but isn't married. Yeah. How's that dude called Fine. to walk, right? I mean, he's called to. You know, be celibate to live before God and trust Him for provision, and He just, you know, I'm not even doing it justice. I just remember Alberry just had so much wisdom on that subject, and he's so transparent and vulnerable. Yeah, one of my standouts. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I um thinking back, I, Zach. I, you know, I'm going to say this in uh, audience, and you might think I'm, you know, really throwing this out there, but you know, the two two of the standouts. One in particular was when you joined us for the Christmas. Ep we did a couple years ago. It was fun. Um, and I remember we were uh, we were talking with you, and uh, we were talking before we went on. And you know, you were just asking Greg. So you know, I sent you all these books and resources. Like, how many? How much of this have you read? And Greg was just like, <laughs> "Well, I've got a stack of it over on my desk." Yeah. <laughs> Zach, then he, then he sent there. a picture of the stack. <laughs> <laughs> this freaking guy. Yeah. It's like you're, you're nearing the top of the stack. Yeah, that's true, dude. That's Am I still true. getting close to the top? Yes. Zach, I'm happy to say now that the good thing is you're not at the bottom of the stack. I just no longer know where the stack is. <laughs> um, dude, like a guy I know who once told me that was trying to assess me in terms of my spiritual giftedness. Because, Dutcher, look, you, you have clear ministry gifts. We just don't know what they are. Um, <laughs> So that uh, is there. But, dude, I have said – I'm not going to keep promising anymore. You know, don't tell us, Father. You know Bartles. I, 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 I don't even want you to read them. Right. Um, <laughs> so that reminds me, though. I was actually on three times, though, because we did that – we recorded that Christmas one yeah. in, like, August or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which made me think you guys were working way ahead of the curve, and that was just a huge anomaly yeah, at the end of the was, day. Yeah, <laughs> They thought these are the most prepared guys in podcasting. <laughs> well, that was that was the one thing I say we did well um, because we tried to do that with Steve this year too. We yeah. try to we try to get ahead for the Christmas ones because December is just so hard for everyone. Anybody, man. And um, so yeah, we uh, we try to just jump ahead of that and, and you know really start working on our Christmas schedule around you know, the end of September and try to nail everything down by October, November. So yeah. that way, by the time December hits, really by the time Thanksgiving hits. Yeah, they're just in the Yeah, in, they're, in they're the saved up, and, yeah. you know, and, and unlike, uh, unlike this, you know, past summer, usually when they're saved up, they get released once a week. Yeah. But, you know, usually I also have internet that I can work with. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, there's a Stephen King story called Bag of Bones. It wasn't one of his best. I don't know if either guy's ever read it. But uh, the main character in the book is, is often the case with the King novel, is a writer. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure why he does that. But um, the main character is a, this dude, and he's like having a total writer's block. I, if I remember rightly, I think he's a widower. His wife died um, rather suddenly, and he's you know obviously battling depression and these sort of things. And uh, nobody knows that he's struggling so badly. So he's up in this cabin in Maine that he, he paints it so well. And then he... Um, you know, he needs to, he's got a contract to get these books in once a year. And at some prior point when he was in a really productive mode, he had four manuscripts that he kept in like a safe mm-hmm. somewhere in Portland, Maine. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. You know, so he had four years that he could kind of wonder. And I'm trying to get to the point, Zach, where I have four years of sermons. <laughs> built. Just re-preach the same ones. <laughs> Nobody notices Nobody that. No- Dude, I've often thought, how far back do you have to go in your stack and nobody would remember it? Is it like I've done it. I've gone back four years Yeah, and I had one guy, this guy, he, he, he's, he's uh real, real 
he's he's got Asperger's, yeah. which which he's very you know uh, open about and, and the struggles and the, and the blessings of it. The blessings of it is that he can remember things yes. almost perfectly. And sometimes that's not a blessing for me because I'll say something in a class and he'll be like, well, on October 16, you said, and he'll just, no. And, and he says, he goes, that was the same as the message you called such and such. And I, was, I said, well, I changed two of the illustrations. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, my wife didn't notice. Nobody noticed. I mean, oh uh, really, how many times do you need to hear the same content before it really sinks in and you're going to so recall true. it? So true, dude. So true. Yeah, I've uh, done that and been it, – it, it is. It's a blessing and a curse because it's sort of humbling to realize how short-lived the sermons are in the minds of most <laughs> listeners, right? You painted the gentleman there with uh, uh, Asperger's and, as the exception, which they would be because most people don't. You're right, wives included, you know, that, that don't remember. So I'm like, honey, do you remember that sermon that rocked you and you were riveted by? She doesn't. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've often wondered if I just went back and re-preached, you know, what I did a year ago in the same sequence, when would people I'm pretty sure we've heard this before, uh, <laughs> which is why, dude, ours is like a Mission Impossible sermon archive that after listening, it self-destructs. <laughs> so there's no more record of that sermon. It's not online. Right. You can't, you can't podcast these right. things. <laughs> Exactly. Oh man. But yeah, the um no it has dude think the iterations of this podcast. Yeah. I mean have really Well, it's funny you say that cuz I mean we and we've talked about this before, but let, let I mean let's go back to the beginning. The initial idea like you said Greg was this was going to be a blog. Yeah. And we were gonna we were gonna set up a website. Your publisher had basically come to you and you know was like we want you to do a lot more promotion. Mm-hmm. And so you would come to me and you know, you were like, "Hey, you know, do you think we can set up a website, get a blog going, and maybe do some uh, some short <laughs> sound clips?" I'm so sorry, but but what a what a baby boomer thing to do! Hey, can you help me set up a website and a blog? <laughs> so Nathan sent me the link to. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> you know, and uh, Greg, yeah. YouTube, right? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That thing would be dead now, by the way. Oh, is there anybody goodness. reading blogs anymore? It'd be the end of it. Oh, oh yeah. No way. Yeah, no. No it, way. And and so we were gonna have this whole thing set up and it was it was one of the times we were meeting and I think it was November. It was like, Hey, let's switch and start doing a podcast. Yeah. And I joke about this and I was like, Hey, what's a podcast? And people have called me out on that. You didn't know what a podcast was. It's like I generally knew what a podcast was, but like I had known them more in the context of like listening to sermons and things like that. Right. I, you know, a it's lot like of what, do sermon podcasts. Yeah. So the idea of what we were going to do on a podcast kind of eluded me. And so we started talking and hashing things out. And it was like, why don't we just do what we're doing now? Yeah. I think we were sitting in a Starbucks or a Chick fil A. And it's like we had jumped around from, you know, talking serious business about what we were going to do to, I think we, you know, we were talking about the latest Marvel movie that came out and like, we had just, we had jumped around all these different topics and it's like, well, why don't we do what we're doing now? And what we'll kind of do is after I preach a sermon on Sunday, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up and expand on some ideas and topics. And that's where we were kind of going for a while and then it was like, hey, I've got these other preacher buddies who want to come on and talk about some things too. And so I think we only did like two mm-hmm. where we did follow-ups to what yeah. you talked about on Sunday. That's right. And then it was like we started getting um, preachers and speakers and book writers and authors and um, – Kickbacks. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, all those all those unread books yeah. that we have stacked up. Yeah. Dude, Compulsively have collecting Frame's, books. John Frame Systematic Theology yeah. looks really nice on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> One of these you days. You kill a big spider with it, right. man. This is heavy. <laughs> One of these days, Zach, that book is going to be opened <laughs> by my great-grandchildren. So what is this thing that was in this? And then, and then sold for more money. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't think I was – I wasn't listening back when you made that transition. Yeah. My, I, I've mentioned before, I first one I listened to, I was on Twitter, saw somebody mention 
These go to 11, and is Breaking Bad the greatest TV show of all time? Yeah. And I was like, ah, I've heard of that. And I popped it in, and I listened to it, and it was a super great discussion. And then I, and then I uh, subscribed to that deal. Yeah. That was a great one. Let, let me hit you with two more before you return to your uh, – I was going to tune you back out again because of uh, – um, <laughs> We, we, in, see, in we see these key, key phrases every once in a while where Zach pops back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love the one about lying. Is lying always a sin? Oh, yeah. What a great, spectacular discussion that was. Yeah. And then um, the one that we, we just were talking about, I don't remember why, but you, you and I were just talking about this, Nathan, um, yeah. the, the calling out KDY one. Oh, yeah. I loved that one because it pissed me off when I listened to it. Yeah. Because I had been like, I had retweeted that, that article I had been all like righteously indignant, like yeah, how dare we as the church, blah blah blah. And then, and then to like by the time the thing was done, I was just like, yeah, you know that. So it it's for them that it changed my mind uh, over the course of a podcast is a pretty big deal wow, when it dude. comes to matters of you know faith and principle. And uh, it, by the end, I was yeah yeah. It's a we shouldn't be binding the consciences, especially of of elders and and pastors in regards to what they do in their own congregations. Um, that was a really good one, really good one too. And then I think my my favorite one since um, I've been around uh, on you know it, the the week to week tip yep. um, has probably been um, I have to say either the one where we talked about like Stephen Hawking and, and uh, yep. Billy Graham and kind of delved into that, yep. um, or. Uh, the the heroes of our faith one. I think yeah. a lot of people yeah. were, were texting about that. My least favorite one um, was uh, when we had the uh, the author on oh, with his yeah. uh, Evan book David, with the, yeah, the atheist. Yeah, yeah, and and insofar as I thought that uh, he he ruined it, but we were still awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that one, but I heard uh, the D and D one you guys did very recently. Yeah, I, yeah, I was that was say, fascinating. Actually, I think Zach, since you've been on, that has been um, in one of my um, top favorites that you and I have done was the D and D one. I thought that was uh, that was a great one. Um, it's like four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a lot to talk about with D and D, man. There's no doubt about it. Um, if you're Nathan, there sure is. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, my wife swears. She has such an aversion to that stuff, and when I take my boys into that world, and we geek out on Marvel cinematic theories and all the subcategory minutia of comic book golden ages and this stuff, she's like, wow, you're scaring me. Because um, she always sort of prided herself that had she met me in my D&D phase, when I was rocking a mullet... In high school, there may not have been a Mr. and Mrs. Dutcher. Well, there would have been, but it wouldn't have been each other. So, oh, Zach. That I, I also like that uh, Turkish yes. one. That was a that was a great one. I was just we should have him it. on again. Yes. So I would love I would love to do um, one with him and Greg. Um, maybe when the next uh, Infinity movie comes out, um, we can mm, yeah. we can have the four of us on geeking out about that one. I think that would be pretty cool. Who was that? That was on? It's, it's- Frank Turk. Oh, Frank Turk, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's now, assuming um, that Frank Turk has Skype. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he he does have Skype. We know this because I Skyped you and him at the same time. Yes, okay. <laughs> right, which is a minor miracle apparently. And it actually so, so, worked. Yeah. You and you and Steve never had a remote episode. You were always in the same room. No, we did. The difference How? was we we yeah. used FaceTime. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we okay. used FaceTime. Different platform. Yep. I got gotcha. you. Yep. So, but I didn't actually realize it because Skype um, on the iPod will apparently call whatever medium the other person has. Yeah. Um, and so, even though he doesn't have Skype, and I was calling him from Skype, it automatically tapped into his FaceTime because that's what he had. I um, see. So, what kind of cultic weird stuff are you guys getting into? Since I've been calling mediums and stuff, that <laughs> that makes me a little bit nervous. <laughs> like I might need to call the good Reverend Doctor. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've just we've just been holding seances and roaming in tunnels and <laughs> dude, steam dude. tunnels. That's right, the steam tunnels of Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Zach. You coming? I, I've loved that uh, Hartland jumped in when I jumped out, and then you jumped in, Zach. 
Uh, that was big. Hey, you know who's got to be around sometime? Not that we ever want Bartles to leave, but maybe he's an addition. Where is uh, uh, where is uh, Al Trogi these days, Zach? I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of lost. Touch. What what podcast has he started and stopped and all this kind of stuff in it, it, you know in the last few months? In the course of when we've been recording this, he's started and stopped three actually. <laughs> but you know, I got an email. Ted, Ted Cluck was over here. My my wife uh, flew Ted up here for four days. Three, three days uh, recently as a, a birthday gift to me. Nice. Everybody was out of the house, just me and Ted and a billion cigars oh, and, and awesome. uh, some bad movies. And, and uh, we were both just kind of sitting there smoking and, and, and perusing our, our devices for, for a few minutes. And I go, oh, I just got a, a message from El Trogi um, telling me he really likes my writing and asking me to contribute to the Blazing Center again because I haven't in like a year. Yeah. A moment later, Ted goes, uh, I got the exact same message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the little dollar sign oh name goodness. thing that fills in your information. Oh my goodness, that is funny. What does that say that I didn't get that message? Anyway, oh, I don't know, yeah. Matt. Anyway, I digress. Hey, I'm not offended, Steve. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Actually, it's funny you uh, say that, Greg, because um, Zach and I, we're actually talking about um, getting Al Trogi on and doing one with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had him before. Remember, he was yep. great. Yeah, Steve's always great. It's just great. Remember, I, I enjoyed – we did the Stephen King one with uh, Tracy Smith. Yep. Remember with uh, yep. him because he's, that a, he's a huge King geek. Yep. Uh, as am I. And uh, dudes, by the way, reading uh, halfway through one now called Revival, which, uh, you know, again – I recognize that everyone's conscience will lead them in different directions with Stephen King, but it is awesome. Um, hey, it's you're, it Doreen. sounds like you're reading a lot of fiction over there, Dutcher. Right. <laughs> and Bartles is up next. You I know, got- when you when you say uh, people's consciences, I meant to mention uh, in, in my show prep, which is where I was driving home and I thought about this for 13 seconds. <laughs> I meant to mention wow, that do what, prep. <laughs> one of my favorite things in uh, the, the Breaking Bad episode yeah. was when you were talking about like the, the content and how, how some people would say, like, how can you watch that? If, how can you if you wouldn't let your kids watch it? Why would you want to watch it? And you said, well, I don't let my I don't let my kids drink alcohol and I don't let my kids have sex. <laughs> but I do those things. Yeah. And I've said that to at least three people since then. <laughs> I put that in my hip pocket. Yes, I forgot about that until you said that. That's right. And I probably stole that quote from somebody. Like, I love that to be original. Oh, just me, take it. Just yeah, take right, it. right. Again, if, if nobody's claiming it, just mm-hmm. quote it. Yeah, that was Josh Mitchell, who probably should get a little shout out here yep. as we're we're, we're probably pulling some of these final threads together, but he is, um, I mean, instrumental in every way to this oh, podcast, yeah. right, dude? Because he set us up. Uh, tech, you know. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he got us up and running, and he's he um, hung around for the first few episodes to yeah. show me what I needed to do to to be self sufficient and keep things going. So, I mean, if it wasn't for him. Um, I, I probably could have figured this out, but it would have taken me a lot longer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, um, so he, yeah, he really he stepped in and kid. yeah, he really stepped in and, and even still today I'll go to Josh and ask, um, for tips and advice and things that I could be looking out for. So, yeah. um, although you know. Josh does not like Zach, do you use the blue Yeti microphone or is that an outrogy thing? I feel like I've heard some of you guys talk about that. I, I used to use a uh, blue nomad. Is that what you're talking about, or a blue? What's it called? I, th- I thought it was called the blue yeti. It was, a yeti blue snowball, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I used one of those, okay. um, and it broke on me, and I'm too uh, cheap to replace right. it. So I, I use a regular like vocal mic from yeah. from my garage band days in the '90s, and I just have a little uh, gizmo I plug into it that makes it work with my computer and. It sounds better to me than the the podcasting mics, wow. the, the high compression. Yeah, because uh, uh, that's what um, um, Josh was not a fan of. Yep, he did not like those blue yet, and they were all the rage for a while yeah. when we first started. Well, because they were like a hundred bucks, and they said that you know they claimed to be to do you know the HD yeah. perfect. Yes, yeah, it's he not what you're using over there, are you? No. Oh no, I don't know what. These no, are, I don't think um, so. We're, I mean, we're doing probably something similar to you, Zach. Um, although you got an SM58, I think I saw a picture of it. Yeah, yep. That's and, what I've got too. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, what we're mixing through is slightly uh, more advanced, but um, 
Yeah, the mics that we're using. Um, and so when Nathan and I, Nathan Bartleball and I do the podcast for his, he actually does have a Yeti mic. So uh, when you're listening to those, that's what we're recording on are the Yeti uh, mics. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, and what about Bartleball? Has he been on recently? I've lost touch. So he has not been on since, um, probably since you've been on, Greg. I think the last one we all did together was... Uh, Probably Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. Is that or, a Christmas, or one of the Christmas yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, I think we did Stranger yeah. Things, and then we did one with Christmas, because yep. Ben was on the Stranger, Stranger Things, Things one. one. Yep. Yeah, and he'd love to get back on, man. That kid would... Uh, maybe that one has, has phased, but... Dude, you guys covered Infinity War, right? Ben has seen yeah. Infinity War, saw it twice with me, because yep. we saw it, yep. dude, remember? Yeah, that, that was the second time. Yep. And then with other friends, he's since seen it two more times. Nice. Spend his own money. So I'm teaching him wise stewardship, how to invest <laughs> his money in kingdom advancement. And, Eternal uh, returns. Yeah, he has. And he has got uh, – dude, and, and did you guys see Reddit this week? It was it was actually a news story I saw like on Entertainment Weekly or whatever it was. But um, cool new theory. Have you guys heard the Dr. Strange theory that when he hands the stone – to Thanos, it's glowing. Remember, he kind of makes it appear yeah. like it was a star in the sky. And uh, this dude on Reddit, and it's like risen to the top of the geek boards, uh, but it's gained all this traction, has suggested that it, it only glows when it's doing what it's supposed to do. So why okay. is it glowing in that scene? And the theory is that Doctor Strange sent it forward in time. So then it'll be there when Tony and what's the other robotic chick that's still alive that didn't vanish? Uh, Gamora's Gamora. sister. Uh, 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 Gamora's sister. Nebula. 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 Um, that, that he's sending the stone forward. And the reason it's glowing uh, for Thanos is because he's called it back from time. So this guy has this theory and there's a lot of layers to it, etc. But it, I got to say, I read it pretty coherent. Hmm. That in a sense, Tony's going to have access to a future version of the time thing. Uh, the time stone. The time stone. Interesting. Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, anyway, I, I missed that when you guys covered that man. Yeah, that was when we had Turk on. Yes, that's right. Oh, yep. dude. dude. Yeah. Loved it. I assume Zach, you're a uh, uh, MCU guy. Oh yeah, well yeah, I'm, I've, I've been a I've been a comic book guy since the late '80s. Oh, pretty man, pretty yeah. obsessive. So oh, yeah, absolutely. We were, we, both both Turkish and I both have like the original Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War comics, yes. you know, sleeved and boarded. So oh, we had a so really cool. nerdy conversation. I bet yeah, my son Ben bought those in preparation for Infinity War, and he was telling <laughs> me about Adam Warlock and all the differences in the comic world and. Of course, then they could bring in all the what we think of as the Fox characters, right? That, yeah, uh, anyway. yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to repeat that episode. I'm just jealous that I missed it. Dudes. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. This is what we do on this podcast. We jump around from topic to topic. Yeah, especially when I'm here. <laughs> ADHD kicks. The ADHD in. train just keeps on going. Oh man, <laughs> I love it, dude. This is this has been great. Two two hundred episodes. We've got Greg back on. Steve makes a cameo appearance. Yes. Um, <laughs> did, you, yeah. did you get a moment on FaceTime with him to even like insert into the audio? Yeah, or, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, dude, I'm going to leave the whole like jumping back and forth between the two of you in there. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that shows the, the organic connection between this and the 100th episode. <laughs> you know, just the just abhorrent nature of, of the two episodes. They merge in that moment. It's like the time stone is being passed forward from that moment and back to that crap sandwich moment. A year and a half ago, whatever that was. Man. <laughs> man. Hey, listen, I'm telling you, oh, I'm going to say it again. You can hold me accountable. When I'm back on, I want to have read a Zach Bartle's book because I still got the summer and I've got my fiction reading going. Almost nice. done revival. Zach, I've only got 17 more novels to read first. <laughs> and you are one of the options beyond that. <laughs> You know how sometimes people laugh on the outside, but the words are hurting on the inside. <laughs> He's going full Zach Braff on Scrubs. 
But uh, Dr. Cox, right. every time you call me a girl's name, a little piece of me inside dies. <laughs> so I get it, man. I get it. Oh man, that's great. Uh, dudes, this has been, uh, this has been so much fun. Um, you know, love having, uh, the new guard Zach on the old guard, Greg on. It's been great. Um, good topics, good fun. I, I don't, I don't know that we had a, you know, string of conscious, coherent, you know, conversation on here, but it was still fun nonetheless. And that's yes. what we do on this thing, right? Yes. In my mind, there was a whole monkeys on a unicycle, red rubber balls <laughs> being juggled that stayed with me the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greg projected it through yes, the microphone. I did, I did, man. It's like the time stone again. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dudes, that was great. Oh, man. Well, we're going to go ahead and sign off now. Uh, hope everyone uh, enjoyed. We're looking forward to more episodes to come uh, once Zach and I figure out, you know, where we're going with this thing and what we're going to do next. So, dudes. Until next time, we just rock the Casbah. These go to 11.